Monday was a crazy day for the semiconductor market. We can see AMD was down roughly 3%. Your favorite semiconductor, Intel, was down roughly 4%. My favorite semiconductor, NVIDIA, was down roughly 4.5%. We can also see Micron Technology down 3.6%. But it's not just the semiconductor market. We can see the overall queues were also down roughly 2.6%. And one of my favorite semiconductor ETFs was down 3.5%. So like many of you know, and if you don't, I'm super bullish about the semiconductor market. And today, I want to show some pretty cool graphs that might surprise you about why you should also be excited about semiconductors and chips on dips get it chips on dips well let's get started i do want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now i do want to say right now the semiconductor market has its fair share of headwinds the first one is hey the consumer market which a lot of these semiconductor companies are dependent of to some extent might see a slowdown due to the overall kind of consumer spending going down. The second thing is with interest rates going up, companies are expected to spend less money on future investments. And some investors are worried that, hey, they're going to cut down their investments in semiconductors, in chips, and in the technology they need to innovate. And that makes perfect sense, right? And the third thing is the past few years, we've seen this huge kind of demand outweigh supply. And many are fearing that that era is ending soon. And now we're going to come to a point where supply is much more much higher than demand and we are seeing that in things like the memory market right now and i know many of you guys might not hold semiconductor stocks because you're worried that hey this is such a hard market to understand and that's why i usually tend to look at etfs even for me someone who understands this market i'm still willing to get into semiconductor etfs so for those not familiar with smh this is one with 25 holdings and an expense ratio of roughly 0.35 not the worst thing in my opinion right now we can see their top 10 holdings which i think is pretty impressing make up over 50 percent of the total portfolio and we're actually going to take a closer look at nine of them right now and look at some pretty cool charts we're going to look at tsm nvidia texas instrument broadcom asml advanced micro devices analog devices clock corporation and intel corporation so i want to first showcase the overall revenue growth these companies are seeing in the past quarter year-over-year growth has grown double digits for eight out of the nine companies the only company seeing a bit of the decline right now is intel also if you are enjoying the episode make sure to hit the thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience and if you want to support a little bit more make sure to subscribe using my link at fool.com jose now some of you might be like hey jose the semiconductor market right now is still pretty good but in the upcoming quarters we are expected to see a decline on their growth and that might be true here i'm taking a closer look at revenue growth estimates for the upcoming quarter and seven of the nine are expected to grow obviously the growth is not as big but six out of the nine are actually expected to grow at double digits one of them is expected single digit growth and two of them are expected to decline compared to a year ago one of them is intel again we understand why but the other one is asml and i do want to say with asml it might not be as bad as you think it has to do a lot with kind of their revenue recognition and you might be like okay let's say analysts might expect them to grow one more quarter but if we take a closer look at the full year most of them should be seeing a decline and here we can see seven of the nine are actually expected to grow on their current fiscal year 
only two are expected to decline intel and asml again i mentioned why asml is expecting that revenue decline but things are not bad like they seem this is a company still selling record numbers of equipment to their customers now you might be saying okay jose it is true but if we take a closer look this is a these companies are spending too much money and have not improved their cash flow from operations but if we take a look seven out of these nine companies have seen an improvement in cash flow from operations in the trailing 12 months so that's positive thinking next you might be like jose all of these are in big tech companies and they're just kind of diluting shares but if we take a closer look since the past three years six out of the nine have decreased their diluted shares by over two percent nvidia is only up two percent compared to three years ago and then we have analog devices and amd with a huge increase in shares but this is mainly due to overall acquisitions that they have made and then you might be like okay jose things aren't that bad but if we take a closer look at maybe some of their valuation metrics most of these are sitting at very expensive levels right now and if we take a closer look actually six out of the nine are sitting at below this valuation they were sitting three years if we take a closer look at ev to ebitda ratio only three of them are higher than three years ago but a 20 percent growth is not that huge let's say if it was previously a 10 now it's a 12 not a dramatic growth and doesn't really show that overvaluedness in my opinion next you might be like jose actually you're right but i'd rather just invest in the s p 500 because i'm pretty sure most of these have not outperformed the market and that's not the case if we take a closer look in the past five years eight out of the nine have outperformed the market dramatically only one has missed and this is taking a closer look at total returns so it does include dividends there's only one that has underperformed the market and that is intel your favorite semiconductor company and then you might be like well of course they have outperformed the market if we take a closer look at these past two years the overall kind of demand in chips has increased dramatically pushing stock prices up all right so then i decided to take a closer look at between 2015 and 2020 pre-covid so we can't see this overall semiconductor shortage if we actually take a closer look at that time frame all nine have outperformed the s p 500 when we take a closer look at total returns and by dramatic values but then you might be like jose i can't hold these semiconductor companies i don't know what they do what would you kind of say i look at instead like i mentioned earlier on the show that semiconductor etf smh those were nine out of the top 10 holdings at the moment. If we take a closer look in the past 10 years, the Vanek SMH ETF has outperformed the Qs and the S&P 500 dramatically. If we take a closer look at the past five years, the numbers are still the same. The SMH semiconductor market continues to outperform three years nothing has changed in the past year now things are a little bit different they are a little bit tighter and if we take a closer look at year to date right now the vanek is actually underperforming the s p 500 and the Qs. and i do believe if this can continue that strong growth over time and definitely so we have numerous tailwinds in the semiconductor market i believe there is huge opportunity in semiconductors right now so if i didn't want to hold individual semiconductor stocks i would 100 percent be holding smh no doubt about it and i actually do so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i just wanted to showcase why i'm still super bullish in the semiconductor market like i mentioned this is a market that is still in early stages especially with all the tailwinds that this that industry has and the technology has from artificial intelligence autonomous driving fintech 
data centers, video streaming, social media, and the list goes on and on. Thanks for watching. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.